What's going on, good people? Adrian Homeboy Holmes here to welcome you to the new season of Super Gamer Book Club. New season? Where's the old season, I hear you say? Well, you can find all the episodes of the old season from our original book club host, Zetch, on our Patreon. And you can also find the newest episodes of season two with host me, ding, (laughs) on Patreon as well. Me, Garrett, and a special guest every month choose a game and we go over it and talk about it in a shorter, more informal kind of setting. It's almost like we're just hanging out and telling them what we liked about the game, what we didn't like about the game, so on and so forth. So we decided this is too cool to sit behind Patreon for all of it. So what we're going to do is we're going to take some of the older episodes and put them out on this free podcast feed for you guys. And if you want to check out the new episodes of stuff that we're doing, you can go and subscribe to our Patreon for only a dollar and you get the brand new book club episodes when they come out. That's all I got for right now. I hope you enjoy the episode and I hope you come to see what we have on Patreon. Take it easy and enjoy the show. What is going on, good people? Here we are again. Another episode of Super Gamer Book Club. And tonight, we're going to cover... Uh, I, I I can't hold it back anymore. We're going to do a double feature. Little Nightmares 1 mm-hmm. and 2. That's right. Double the content for you. <laughs> and of course, JJ Purdom, our, our guest but not guest is here. <laughs> this is his first time on this is his one, of first time on book club. one of Adrian's book club. Well, and I thought I thought by definition I wasn't allowed to be on here because it's the book club and you guys all just assume that I can't read because of my low IQ. But I assume that that's also because I'm so devastatingly good looking that you also just imagine that I'm not very bright. <laughs> but guess what? This isn't really about books. That's why it's so weird that it says book club. That's why I was trying to avoid this thing for the longest time. But now I'm here... I was going to say queer, but that's not true and accurate. And that was probably really insensitive. I didn't mean to say that. I'm here and I'm I'm going to rock out with my... No, no, that doesn't sound right either. Come okay. on now. Get it together. Uh, there is a lady here and I'm, here, I'm not even talking about you this time. <laughs> I'm not even talking about Garrett this time. Man, I'm on fire. The coffee is hot and it's coming to you live. <laughs> well, it'll be recorded. If no, JJ, I had to have you on here because for the last, what, month, a couple months now, Garrett... JJ's been yeah. ranting and raving about how good Little Nightmares 1 and 2 are. Yeah. So I was like, well, we already have our special guest. And I know that JJ is just chomping at the bit to talk to somebody about these games. So I said, well, mm-hmm. let's go ahead and have him on too. And of course, Big Boss Morlang is here. Good, sir. Hello, hello. Thank hello. you for showing Thank up. Thank you for having me. Yes, yes. <laughs> anytime, anytime. And last, but certainly not least... Ladies and gentlemen, our special guest for this week, Miss Ray, Ray the Rat herself from twitch.tv slash Ray the Rat. Ray, thank you for being here. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for having me. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I hear tell on on these old interwebs that you are quite the expert on all things little nightmares. So... I don't want to brag, but (laughs) I got a couple couple tricks on my sleeve about this game. I okay. love Shoot. I love 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 this game and <laughs> I've been following them for like a while but I'm just obsessed with how they do 
things. And I love the story. The story just keeps me on my toes. It's so open-ended and like, there's so many theories that you can come up with. It's just never hours. Like, you can watch boring. hours and hours of theory videos <laughs> yeah, online. Yeah. It's insane. <laughs> it's uh, so no, good. but Ray, thank you for being here. It's it's a mm-hmm. uh, it's a pleasure to have you here. And man, it's just it's so cool the the number <laughs> of different guests that we've had on that have said yeah that I never thought we're gonna say yeah, but look at us now. <laughs> so yeah. um, everybody, thank you again. Uh, so we're covering little nightmares and let's go ahead and get our overall thoughts. Do we want to do one and two together? Do we want to do one and then two? Do we want to go back and forth? How do we want to, how do we want to tackle this? I would say it probably worked best if we were to run through one and then run through two. Okay. 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 We can do that. just like how I did, and then uh, Garrett, I know, I don't think he actually finished either of the games, but I know he watched Ray play them a lot. So, mm. oh. I mean, does that, does that technically count? I don't know. I, I'm not really sure. I admit. did finish this game. I finally finished <laughs> two, two games, actually. Yeah, actually, yeah, as of tonight, I don't know if you saw on the Discord, but as of uh, 8.30 tonight, no, actually, probably 7.30 tonight, I beat Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Whoa. So, Dude, I'm go. so proud I, of you, buddy. Dreams only do took come me true. Like, <laughs> only took me like three years. I don't know. <laughs> With a little bit of elbow grease and a bit of luck. You can do anything, Garrett. You can do anything. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Well, if that's the case, then we'll start with the first Little Nightmares, which is developed by Tarsier Studios. It came out on Windows, PS4, and Xbox One back in ye old 2017. Yeah. And was a, what should I say? A moderate hit, I would say, that picked up Steam. I think that's fair to say. Don't forget uh, it's also out on Stadia here, it says as well. Oh, no, yeah. No, I was just talking about the initial release. It came to oh, Switch. Okay, okay. Yeah, it came to Switch a year later. and then <laughs> The all-important Stadia release. I just had to think. <laughs> of course, you know, all three people that got it there. <laughs> uh, no, Tarsier is, uh, they are in Sweden. They are Swedish-based, and they were founded back in 2004. Uh, and of course, you know, I have to mention that they are an independent studio mm-hmm. who just happened to have their publishing uh, by Bandai Namco. Uh, for anybody who is wondering what Little Nightmares is about, basically, it's right on the verge of being a, a, a horror game, but it's so twisted and... I don't know how to how to explain it. Like it's, it's so very and unsettling and very eerie. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. and the designs in it are so outlandish. So you play as a young child uh by the name of Six and you are basically trying to escape a large facility and you have to get through different levels of the facility. Um you are also maybe about a sixth of the size of any other being on that boat. So mm-hmm. tables are gigantic. Doors you are too heavy to push sometimes. Different things can kill you that wouldn't kill, you know, a regular sized person. And everything pretty much on the ship <laughs> is out to get you. Um, 
that is the 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 tip of the iceberg. So if that sounds interesting to you at all, I would definitely say to check it out. But if you're here, I'm assuming that you already played it, baby. So oh, we're spoiling spoilers the heck out are of these games. Let's do it. <laughs> so uh, let's go around the table. Ray, I'm gonna start with you since you are our guest. Okay. What is your history with Little Nightmares? What do you think of overall for the first one? Um, okay, so for the first game, when it came out, I didn't really think much of it. I was just like, oh, it's a cheap game that I'll try out. Like, I think it'll be a nice break from the other games that I would play. And little did I know that I would end up loving it. It's super, it's super eerie, and it just keeps you guessing. You don't know what's coming, and the everything just surprises you like you know that something's coming and you know what they look like but like it just gets me sweating <laughs> it, it's just yeah. so it's so nerve-wracking because you don't know what they're gonna do like you'll see what they look like but then you're like okay like what are you capable of like what are you what are you gonna do um the first game definitely was fun the mechanics were a little jiffy yeah. but overall we were saying that too. i yeah, like um, like when you're picking stuff up, when you're throwing it, or like when you're doing the little lever thing. Like mm-hmm. they were a little, they were a little janky, but like I was like, I don't care. Like I, <laughs> this game is amazing. Um, They're on to something. Fall, yeah, yeah, I was like, the fall damage is a little. <laughs> I'm a little sad about the fall damage because uh. I fall a lot. Um, Dude, having I, the balance on stuff was so hard. <laughs> That when you had to do the, the sections where you were like on a tightrope and I would just slide <laughs> slip off like eight times in a row. I'm like, it's like, I'm going to just watch this on YouTube. I'm done. <laughs> just give me a chance. But, but no, then you get it the um, next try. Yeah. Um, I really love it. Um, and like I said, the ending is very open. It's very open ended. Um, it keeps you guessing. It's always like you play it again and you find different things that you don't know. Obviously, you notice at the like when you first start playing it. So mm-hmm. like you start to put things together and you start having like a theory and you're like, okay, so this is what happened. I'm piecing this together. And then at the end, you're like, okay, well, it doesn't make sense. Like this, this could happen, that could happen. And then I'm not going to lie, I played it three times. And there's so many things that I've noticed that I did not notice when I first played it. And it's like, all right, well, all of my theories are debunked. There's stuff that's happened before. There's stuff that's going to happen after. And I'm like, I want to I want to know more. Like it keeps me wanting for more because there's so many things that you notice that you're like, how did this happen? Or like, is this is this like, is this going to be continuous? Like, is this over or Mm -hmm. like? Yeah, it's it's very open ended, and that's what I love, love, love about it. And it's just never boring. You just find something new every time that you play it, and I just don't get I don't get tired of it. Okay. I wish people Did you dig the <laughs> the overall vibe, the art style, and all that? I oh, the art style is immaculate. I love it. It's very three D, but still like kind of cartoon ish, mm-hmm. and I love it. The way that they created all of these characters just makes you so uncomfortable <laughs> just on the verge of like i don't You're know it. <laughs> it's like are you are you like i don't know if i should be uncomfortable i don't know if this is normal it's like it, yeah it's just normal. very no it's not but then you're like but it, it could also happen but then you're like oh, i don't know that's also very weird but i don't know i think i think they really nailed it with making you feel uneasy <laughs> which i right love. on yeah. right on uh garrett 
you are the the newest here to to finish the first game. What are your impressions, good sir? Um, so I had always heard about this game, uh, had it recommended to me, and yeah, people just talk about how amazing it was, how creepy it was, all this stuff. I I had no idea what it was about though. I had no idea what the game was like. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I thought it was geared even more towards a younger audience. And I think I told the story in the main podcast where I actually recommended it. I, I had a I had like a parent ask me like, "Oh, do you know any good games for my kid?" And you <laughs> and said I Little reco- Nightmares, I and then you played it and saw the hanging corpse and was like, "Oops." <laughs> Yeah, it's it literally in the first 10 minutes. I'm like, oh, no, what have I done? I can't remember for the life of me who I told to play that. And I'm glad because if I did, I'd never be able to talk to him again. So <laughs> so I'm glad I'm glad they never got mad. I, like they haven't said anything to me. I don't remember who it is, so I can't say anything to them. It's like, great. Ignorance is bliss. Um, but anyways, this game uh, like I said, completely just not what I expected at all in, in a, such a good way, because I thought it was going to be good because everyone said it was going to be good. But I was like, oh, it's just a kid's game. It's it's pretend scary. You know, it's not actually scary. It's going to be a little creepy here and there. And then there was times where, yeah, like like Ray was saying, it's like, oh, my gosh, like so unsettling, so unsettling. Every every little bit of it is meant to be like this. uh yeah, from the music to the art design to the way things even control is just to make you so tense and want to just crawl out of your skin. Um, and sometimes mm-hmm. in the game, that's literally what happens with some of the characters. It just seems like it's like, oh, that character is <laughs> literally about ready to just fall out of their skin. Uh, I, yeah. Or they're I really wearing skin or what or looks like skin. Or they're yeah. wearing skin. Uh, so I really enjoyed it. Uh, not what I expected. And I was very, very pleasantly just pleased with the whole, the whole experience it's been fantastic and then yeah like like we were talking about with the lower holy cow that that wells deep <laughs> like it, yeah. the, the theories go on forever like what is mm-hmm. what's what's the the metaphor here what is actually physically happening in this world like what are these you know what is right. this place the maw the children uh, what are what are, what are the children doing it's cages what are these big the fat dudes doing yeah the customers mm-hmm. like what's going on there Man, it's crazy. I loved it. All right, JJ. I let you sit long enough. I know. You know could you see me? You. Could yeah, you see you me moving a little bit? I, I was starting to dance a little bit in my seat because I'm getting excited. So I, 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 I'm new to video games. I've only been doing this for a few years. Garrett's the one who infected me. And uh, apparently there's no vaccination that I can get for it. <laughs> no. So uh, ever you since know. I started becoming a video game guy, I've always been a triple A guy. I look for the big titles. I look for the beautiful titles for the ones that have been talked about for, you know, two years and they finally come out and I'm either super happy about it or, or really let down. This was one of those moments where I saw little nightmares Two, the preview to it, the trailer on, uh, on YouTube. And I thought, man, that looks like a lot of fun. And uh, then I saw that, oh, there's actually a Little Nightmares 1. And by the way, it's on PlayStation uh, Network. And I can get it for like five bucks. And I'm like, man, that looks fantastic. Five bucks is, is super. The gateway chill, drug. You know? Yeah. So <laughs> so I got it. And I honestly didn't expect a lot. I just thought like, okay, it looks really cool. It looks kind of like a puzzling type of game. No. 
this is one of those things where you didn't expect the uh, the girl at the prom who kind of has a little bit of a hair lip uh, and she's maybe got one eye that trails off to one side but for some <laughs> reason. You can't take your Something eyes off about of her. her. And it's like, oh, man, I'm hearing songs, man. I'm hearing like like I could hear the sounds from the mountains singing right now. Like, wow, <laughs> I'm in love. I'm super in love. And that's what happened with me in Little Nightmares. It's. Everybody, it's a cliche, but everybody says like, oh man, this game is like a freaking roller coaster. This game really is a roller coaster. It's up and down, incredible characters, room to room, all this all this adventure tied up. And there's moments where it's it's honestly a thrill ride because I'm like, oh my God, okay, oh, come on. Oh yeah, man, I just yeah, really mean, yeah. you know? And like, and that, and that feeling, like, dude, I would feel that in my toes. I like literally would feel it all over my body. And that's not a feeling or a thought that I've had with any other games. I just haven't had that where I've played any games and, and walked away with it, went to bed and laid there and thought, damn it, I, I really just should have played a little bit more. You know, <laughs> uh, I have had those nights where it's you're playing a video game and it's great. And you're like, how did it get to be 3 a.m.? I definitely yep. had that with Little Nightmares 1 and yeah. 2. So, and then I, I got I got back on the show the following week, and you guys were like, so, JD, what you playing? Because you imagine that I'm going to say, well, I always say, nothing, I haven't had time. Nothing. And I said, <laughs> I can play Little Nightmares. And you guys, I know Adrian's reaction was literally the best. You, you were like, oh, my gosh, so happy, like you had just had birth, like given birth. It was awesome. <laughs> and then you said, yeah, because I mentioned it a couple of weeks ago, and I'm like, I don't remember that. See, what happens is when you talk, talk or he talks all i'm thinking about is i'm in my head waiting for the next joke to slam garrett so uh, i did not hear you talk about it because yeah, i was thinking of the next joke I said no <laughs> no no but but honestly i'm so glad that i jumped on this thrill ride because it was so it was so awesome and I, i've only played them both uh once through so i'm excited to be able to go back because there's a huge replayability for these games Uh, the characters are amazing the art style and man don't sleep on the music that score for both of them is really wonderful and i would like to get like the cd of that music Mm -hmm. but i'm cheap so i probably i'm just how creepy that would be just like jamming out to that in your van (laughs) like with your kids in the back seat just like oh yeah family comes home you're just laying in the bed with it playing the, the, the sick song with the little music box yeah just like this oh <laughs> see that's the greatest that's the greatest and you know, you know what's great is uh my my daughter and her her fiance they both came in and saw me playing it and they were like it caught their eye and they mm-hmm. were like whoa what's that and so they stepped in and there were a handful of nights maybe three four nights where they came in and were like i'm like Hey son, you play this. My son-in-law is great at games, so I'm like, oh, you can pass this one. I can't figure it out. And of course, he play it for three seconds and get it done. I'm like, ha, yeah. I was just, I wanted to make sure that you, you know, I just wanted you to feel good, about, good about yourself. Okay. <laughs> right. But you can leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, you're done. You already, you passed the level. You're done. <laughs> no, man. Uh, it, it definitely, it does my heart good to hear everybody have such, uh, such high praise for this game. Again, it's just, I don't know. Independent games, man. It's something about them. It's, it's some magic mm-hmm. to them. You, it, it, you would be hard-pressed to find a large company to give such a wildly different... Like, you couldn't pitch this to an EA or to a, um, a Sony or something like that and have them just be like, yep, we're going to back you. You got to do it on your own. And that's 
the bless the the blessing that is indie games is because you can do whatever you want. You can push boundaries. You can make whatever vision that you want unaltered. And, and that that's what did. we got here. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm right in line with you guys. I think this first game is incredible. I think the the storyline, the way the world is built, uh, the the art style is probably the biggest pull for me. I love the way that everything is designed, and it's so grotesque and dirty and terrifying and claustrophobic at times mm. you really don't know how you're going to get out of some situations and you're just like this tiny little two <laughs> for just a second i thought you were talking about marriage i'm so sorry oh, no, <laughs> you're still no. talking about you're still talking about the game the game we're talking the game we're talking yeah, about yeah, little, yeah. okay no no I, please continue please continue oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. please thank you okay. yeah. uh, no um i i hope you know that marriage is not like that for you or for most people but who knows um no but yeah uh the way that they they've crafted the world definitely sets that up for me i'm a big world building guy uh when we did our bioshock episode i was saying that was the biggest contributor for me and i am a massive fan of Bi- yeah i saw it. i saw that i didn't oh, want to say anything oh, <laughs> yeah wow. i'm a massive yeah. bioshock fan i think it's probably one of the uh best realized environments in a video game there's ever been and uh, for those of those of people who are doing audio let's just go ahead and clear up uh right now ray the rat actually just showed that she has a tattoo oh, a right. bioshock tattoo on her throat it's one of those cool <laughs> it had it's like a really it's one of those like gangster tats like right on the no. side of the throat so just so you know all the listeners kindly, real big yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's a bioshock thing i mean it's a risk but it really looks cool it's kind of a neat i like she what you did off. there she pulls it off that's just, again, just for the audio, because there are people sometimes that listen to us just on audio, things like iTunes and whatnot. You know? Yeah. Fair, fair, fair point. Thank you for I catching go. that. Um, but no, I, I think that this this game's world is definitely well-realized, well-executed. And there's something to look at in every scene, in every corner of every scene, the way that they set things up. And it's even more terrifying when there's nothing to look at because your brain automatically starts thinking, well, what's behind there? What's back there? What's going to reach <laughs> yeah. out and grab me? You know, yeah. like the yeah, long arm janitor. Oh, I was God. so tired of him reaching around like three different walls and grabbing me. And uh, I cannot that. I uh, no, I can't. Yeah. No. <laughs> like, I did, was terrified did, uh, did you guys have being... a, a favorite area or a favorite moment in the game? Oh, it's so, so much. Uh, <laughs> all of it? Uh, well, I mean, I, I know we like it all, but like, when um, you think Little Nightmares, what what moment in the game do you like first, uh, what, what first hits you? I, I love the stuff with the butcher, uh, with the chef. Mm. The chef stuff is really fun. Yeah. And and uh, I also resonated with him being a heavy guy, you know, so I like felt for him. And there were parts of me that wanted him to win. You know, I'm like, get it, buddy. Just go. But no, scary as heck. And like getting thrown into the pot and stuff like that. Like I, it was the really interesting ways for you to get caught, you know, and like you're like, oh, oh you I got thrown into a, I got stuffed into a fish. <laughs> oh, I never saw that. Yeah. That's really cool. That's awesome. <laughs> oh my god. I got that in junior high school, but it had nothing to do with this video game. Oh. Okay. <laughs> See, I, I'm trying to figure it's out for, which way which way you're going with that cuz that's yeah. uh <laughs> It's to be uh you just uh, up to your determination. How, what do you come up with? Oh no. Oh, uh, no, I'm what? right. Did you notice that those chefs were like wearing Mhm. masks? Like mm-hmm. that wasn't their skin. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I'm still trying to theorize in my brain what was under there. I actually was thinking gastric bypass surgery and, they, you know, when the skin is like hanging off of the face and stuff. like I thought it was like they'd recently had surgery to try to like reduce some of the weight no, around man. the body. If they, they, if they did like that was round one, that? they need another one. <laughs> they lifted. They lifted it. Oh, my man was having some trouble, man. He was breathing heavy, heavy. Mm-hmm. Oof. Yeah, he was. I'm surprised there wasn't like a sleep apnea machine next to the bed when you go. Right? In there. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. That would have been classic. That would have been so funny. That would have been hilarious. Garrett, you got one? Um, I, I was also going to say the chefs. Uh, I, I really oh. enjoyed that whole section. But I think the kind of the – with the janitor, you mentioned him before, the long arms, that whole kind of end section there, kind of like, I guess, the boss fight, uh, like him chasing you and stuff like that and mm-hmm. running down the hallways and down the, the pipes and then leading up to like the room in the end um, where you have to try. And it, this part took me a long time because I'm an idiot. I, everyone knows I'm bad at games. Um, <laughs> but uh, to, to when you finally figure out how to beat him and like chop his arm off. Like I, t- I don't know why mm-hmm. it took me so long. It was super hard to figure out that, oh, I got to go mm-hmm. grab the thing and yank it out from under the door. But that was mm-hmm. so terrifying, like these arms flailing around because you can't he can't see you. He's just no. reaching around trying to grab you with his ginormous arms. And you're just like f- you figure out the pattern to like keep going back and forth to the boxes. And finally, I'm like, oh, OK, quick, pull the thing out. Boom, crushes, chops his arm uh, off. And so like, good. Such a nice so like just, that took me yes! so long to. You've gone back and forth, or mm-hmm. I should say back to front three times. I know you got a favorite moment. What you got? I have two. Am I allowed to okay. say two? Okay. Yeah, you can say okay. as many as you want. <laughs> okay. Well, I really love all of them, but the ones that really got me hooked would be the chase with the customers. That that big that big chase really really like I couldn't like I have to like all of my energy was put into that (laughs) one part of the game and it's just like I don't know it was really wild and like at first you're like oh these little guys are too slow they're not gonna chase me and then at the end they're just like oh you think that's easy? Well, let's just have a literal air- <laughs> tidal wave of people. Yeah. It's like, yeah. okay. I'm like, all right, I'm going to die. <laughs> but I really, I really, really love that. And since I did play it three times, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but the designs on the, I forget what it's called, tatami, like the, like the doors, the sliding doors. Mm-hmm. There's a design on there that um, shows the maw which I thought was really, really cool. Whoa. So, like, it gives you, like, a, a little um, art design of um, of uh, what the Maw actually looks like. Mm-hmm. And then and then the second, my second favorite would be the last uh, boss fight, the music, um, the intensity. Just, like, it's so unpredictable and, like, you don't know mm-hmm. what she does. Like, you don't know what she's going to do. And I just love it. And then after you defeat her at the end when she's walking up the stairs, that's the moment that always pops into my head whenever someone says "little nightmare." When you're that, when you're taking the essence out of those people, yes, that's yeah. the most incredible <laughs> the moment. power walk. Yeah. Yes, that one, and then just going up the stairs and all of the gnomes, um, all of the gnomes just watching you ascend. It was such a it was such a nice ending because you're like, what the fuck's gonna happen? Is there gonna be more? And then at the end, it just shows the top of the maw, and you're just like. Wait, 
I was like, wait, <laughs> what is this? Where are we? What is this place? Yeah. And then that's when that's where it kind of like started. I'm just like, I need to know more. I need to know where she is. I need to know why this place is so tiny. Like, why is this just and a little island? And then they said, wait four years, Ray, and we'll yeah. tell you. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, that's fine. I was like, that's fine. You better you better come out with the game because I I need to know. I need to know. I need answers. But no, it's such, it's so good. Like it so, can't. Oh, sorry. Go, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, um, I was just going to say that it, it, there's just no way for you to leave the game. It's just you're so um, immersed in it and they mm-hmm. just don't. There's never a dull moment. Like you said, that when everything yeah. is like when you think that there's nothing happening, you're just like, is something going to come out of there? Is something going to jump out? Like, what do I have to do mm-hmm. kind of thing? And you're just always guessing, which I think is like a really big part because that keeps you into the game. Right. And I think that's really good. So the game could probably best be described as as a type of a platformer. So mm-hmm. you're going from room to room and you have to figure out certain things in the environment to be able to get you to go to the next room. You know, you get into mm-hmm. a room and it's all closed up and you're, you know, you see maybe there's like a chandelier hanging down. Okay, what can I use that's in this room to climb up to hang off of the chandelier to possibly swing over to an open window. So it's like every room has these different things in it to be able to get you to the next room or to get you to, to be able to open up something in that room to go further in the game. So it's one of those unique like platformers that there's so many levels in this game and a lot of them are so unique. There's just so much to it. It's mm-hmm. not like you can play it for five minutes and go, I got the whole thing figured out. Mm-hmm. There, there are so many... Uh, levels in this game that I hate to admit that I got stuck on for really long periods of time where I would do it for 45 minutes an hour and I'm like okay I'm done I didn't get anywhere to get out of this room I don't know did you guys have any of that yeah I had a lot of head scratcher now Ray probably you the best since you just did this thing three times like we're talking about one right now Are, is there any levels that you remember going man I really had a hard time with that and even when I came back to it in, in the second and third iteration, I still kind of had a hard time figuring out how to get through this. Um, I think it would be the one where you have to climb the table and then there's customers eating and you have to like kind of weave your way through. That so one hard. took yeah. me Very freaking hard. forever. Yeah, that and like enclosed rooms <clears throat> where you have to like climb the little gate from the um, elevator. You have to like climb it, and like mm-hmm. there's no indication of saying, "Oh, you have to climb this." Like, you, you have to figure it out, and it's like, yeah. "Okay, <laughs> that's fine. I can figure it out myself." But <laughs> stuff like that really, I got stuck on, and I still get stuck on that table with the customers because yeah. it's I can't like it, yeah. you get too close or. You go too fast, and then you're going too slow, and then you trip on something. It's always different. So, yeah. like, I always have a hard time with that one. Yeah. It's the same spot for me. Is that I had a heck of a time. I was actually there <laughs> a couple of days of playthrough on that stupid table. I don't know what it is about it, but it's right. You're you're kind of uh, traversing up and down around uh, different people, customers at this you know long bar. And mm-hmm. they're eating food and drinking and you're kind of, you're having to do like this uh, curly cue to run through them to not be grabbed. But inevitably, mm-hmm. you're always being grabbed. Yeah. <laughs> and there's like That's... just 
cups and like utensils that you run over so then you trip or you slow down and then you like lose control of your character and it's just like move <laughs> and then it doesn't and you get eaten and it's like okay yeah. let me just try this again but yeah <laughs> that's it's that's that's kind of a a little bit of a gripe of mine with with uh, well both games but this one since we're talking about this one for now like that part and there's a couple other off the top of my head i can't think of them but there was like at least one or two other spots where i remember where there is a couple points in the game where you just have to nail perfectly you have to do a perfect mm-hmm. run like there's no leniency mm. at all and it's just like man if i like basically it feels like luck like if i didn't get lucky that one time and make it through <laughs> like you're not gonna get it and i don't know maybe and maybe again maybe it just goes to show how bad of a gamer i am but like there's a few of those points where i did over and over and i felt like i was doing the same thing over and over again and then one of the times it just worked i'm like okay i must have just got it <laughs> perfectly with the timing or something i don't know what changed and so that's a little teeny tiny gripe there's just like a couple puzzles where it's like you have to nail the jump just right or nail the the you know weaving through the the, the, the obstacles just right um and it's just like man like that's i don't know like it for you're progressing through the story at a pretty good clip at a good pretty good pace and getting the story and then all of a sudden like getting hung up on something like that is can get frustrating sometimes but mm-hmm. i mean doesn't doesn't take away from the overall experience necessarily mm-hmm. but i could see where i could turn someone off they get to like a puzzle and they're just like oh like what the heck i I can't nail this and then just be done yeah no i was i was right there with you and i think that was probably more of the ambitious effort from that team was they were pulling off they were trying to pull off moments in the game that i don't know if they were technologically ready for i feel like their mechanics weren't rock solid enough for them to pull off some of the stunts and let and and do it with a a sense of knowing that every gamer that plays this is going to be able to pull this off in less than three goes i don't think that there was enough the the mechanics were the gameplay wasn't tight enough for them to warrant or in jj's case 30 goes yeah Yeah, i was gonna say like you were really giving it up for me but thank you yeah, there wasn't enough assurance for them to implement such extravagant maneuvers or things like that at certain times. And I think that's just due to I mean, I know that they've done projects before this, but I don't know if they've ever done like this scale or this level of a platformer to where uh, I, I think it was just new territory and they were doing the best that they could with what they had. Yeah. Um yeah, that would be my 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 biggest gripe too. Would be the controls, or, or the controls <coughs> and some, not all of the mechanics and how they were implemented. But like you were saying, it never took me out um, too much. Only when I knew I was supposed to make something, or I had to, like I was saying earlier, I, when I had to balance on a beam or on a on a <laughs> one single piece of wood or something like that. Thankfully, thankfully they fixed it in two, but. Mm-hmm. I remember dying the most to having to do that, especially in the in the scene ray with the customers where you had to go overhead and you had to go on that. uh, It was like a pipe. Mm -hmm. I fell off of that maybe a good six times. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay, It happens. (laughs) 
Your guys is you guys admitting that you guys did not do well makes me feel so much better because <laughs> honestly, I was kind of concerned about sharing with you guys how many times I failed at some of those some of those things over and over again. Sometimes mm-hmm. I get really frustrated with it, so I'm I'm glad that you guys all suck too. So yeah, man, <laughs> you, you put it down, take a break, and come back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Go get a go get a Capri Sun, sit down for a minute, don't think about it. <laughs> And then come back refreshed, ready to go. Yeah, uh, Ray, good. since you are our uh, resident lore master, is there anything <laughs> or is there a prevalent theory that you like to go with that is the story of the game to you that you would like to let us know? Maybe we missed something. Um, okay, so there's a, a couple things. So in the very beginning, in the very beginning of the game, you see a guy hanging from the ceiling and there's like a chair down there and you're wondering like oh it's just a random guy standing there but then throughout the game you're like wait how come this is the only skinny guy and the rest is like like really big customers i'm like who is that guy so like um uh i've been like holding on to that because i don't know enough information after playing the first game of why was he there why was he why was he found like that and stuff like that? Um, and then uh, when you're going through the ladies' room, I don't know if you guys looked at the photos, but there's a couple photos there that kind of led me to believe that Six is actually the ladies' child. So that's one of my theories. Because hmm. um, she thinks that she's... She has to be it's like a it's like a snow white kind of thing. It's like she has to be the most beautiful, but then when she gave birth to this child, it's like, "Why are you more beautiful than me? You must be banished." So then she tried to like get rid of this child. Um cuz like wow. if you if you look at the paintings, there's a couple I'm pretty oh, frick, I cannot remember. There's a couple of photos of six up there or at least like silhouettes of her that you can mm-hmm. be like that's that's six that's her that's her so mm. then um oh can we talk about the dlc as well have you did you guys play the dlc i did i don't <clears throat> think these two did though i didn't play that no. Garrett, garrett's go, a fake gamer ray go ahead and so. talk about it I don't, I don't, no I don't okay okay so in the dlc um did it say in the dlc i'm pretty sure it did uh in the dlc it shows you what the lady looks like and she's just ugly and she's just like she's like rotting and it's just like bro this is terrifying (laughs) um so that's like that's what led me to believe that she wanted to get rid of six her child because she was very pretty um and young and she was rotting and being very just very ugly and it's like okay okay this makes that's why she would break all her mirrors and stuff right exactly so she didn't want to even look at herself and she would like just get rid of every single mirror that she can find and like just just trash them all she doesn't want to look at her face she's like this mask i'm wearing is enough this is me this is this is who i really am um and i'm trying to think of what else um the the i can't think of anything else for the first game fun fact garrett and, and and jj that uh gnome that you eat uh in the oh, third it? area 
Mm-hmm. Remember when they offer you a hot dog and yeah. Six eats the gnome Six instead? Bites his That's neck. the yeah. character that you play as in the DLC. The DLC. As that was a kid. Gnome? Yeah. yeah. No, you, no, that no. was a child. The lady turns children into gnomes to work for her on the ship. Oh, I got to get that DLC. See, I got yeah, go to go do that tonight now. The DLC is actually pretty it's actually a little bit more terrifying than the first game like the monsters that they created was like like it was terrifying like i I definitely had a couple nightmares after after playing the dlc like i had to stop some spots because i felt very uncomfortable but there is a couple there's puzzles there that are a little hard but it just oh, comes full JJ, circle, sorry. and I think won't work for you. Yeah, I was like, okay, you, I'm, I'm, I, that's when I tap out. I'm done. I can't. Yeah. No, and no, the no. They're you easy. Said that, they're easy. They're oh, okay. Easy. Well, they're not. Yeah. They're... Now, now that probably sounds like a silly question, but what does that typically go for? Is that like a you know ten, fifteen bucks or something like that? For not that even. DLC? Probably like no, five to seven. Mm-hmm. And like, and it... uh, it's three. It's how many chapters was the first I think game? It's five? Like three. The first game five. was four, right? Wasn't it? For six? I thought it was five. Look at us oh, was it five? being. We're I so thought it was good. five. So good at Around this. there, but the DLC you... ends in the middle. Right. Of uh, the first game. Because that's where the kid turns into a gnome and then gets eaten. Hmm. Interesting. Now... Which is hmm. also weird because they don't explain. So does six just like lose all sense of humanity when she gets hungry like she'll eat anything that's there because remember we ate rats we ate just meat that was on the kitchen floor okay and then we ate gnomes yeah that's what i was just about to ask is like at that at the end of the game earlier ray you said like oh and so lovely and like she's like power walking up the stairs and i'm like does it? Because in my mind, like, she's a horrible monster. She's become a nightmare. She's a little nightmare now. She's disgusting. She's not a good person anymore. There's, I, there's definitely, I, I can't really, okay. Am I allowed to talk about my theory of how, like, the um, chronological, what the chronological order is of the three games? Yeah. So two okay. is a prequel to one, right? Just because uh, of, we'll we'll get there, right? But because that's of what the I've end, always heard. Yeah, that's, that's the way I heard. took yeah. it. That's and I've never heard that before. But that's the way I took it from playing yes. one and two. So the mobile game is the first. That's what happens first, and then the little nightmares. Let me download two. this mobile game. I didn't know there was a mobile <laughs> game. I'm like, Ray, you're bringing in all the good stuff today. Yes, there's. Also I'm writing this down right now. Yes. So the first, the mobile game is um, the first uh, thing that happened, the first event that happens. The second game, Little Nightmares 2, is the second event that happens after the mobile game. And then Little Nightmares 1 is the last. Um, At least that's what I think, but it could be very, I could be very wrong. But that's just what I've gathered uh, from playing Little Nightmares 1 and 2, and then just watching a gameplay of the mobile game. Is it the one very Little Nightmares? Yes, yeah, that that's one. one. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Got it. So, it's downloading it right now. Yeah. <laughs> <Got> it. <laughs> so um, I don't know how to explain what was happening to 6 because it kind of goes into the second game. I kind of have to like talk a little bit about the second game before I go to 
the first game just because of how because of the the order because of the order but okay. so um i'm not i know you guys only played it once but did you notice the dark shadow that lurks whenever six starves and eats something yes mm-hmm. yeah i did notice okay. that. i noticed that it kind of stuff kind of like starts fading in and out mm-hmm. right yes. yeah but i didn't see so, i didn't see a shadow where was it yeah it's kind of it's lurking, so it lurks a lot. So, um, in the cafeteria, when you start eating something, it's on the upper right by the boxes where you have to climb to move on to the next uh, room. That's mm-hmm. where the shadow first appears, and then um, I can't remember where the rat one appears, yeah. but I think I didn't. I didn't I see all of them. The, it was only like once or twice no, that I actually see it. But yeah, but the one I where was too he, focused on her. <laughs> yeah because she was going mental but as um but when she started eating the gnome that's when the um that's when her full shadow fully appeared and it's like yo what was that and you're just like uh that's like what like ex- someone explain this to me kind of thing but so she s- does start to go crazy and like more and more crazier and it's just like Mm -hmm. okay so yeah she is slowly losing her sanity until at the very end when she's just like i'm gonna eat this lady and then (laughs) (laughs) she just sucked the life out of her like literally yeah yeah that's that's my impression is that that she was uh having a mental problem throughout the Mm -hmm. throughout the thing that she was having some type of mental issues and so Mm -hmm. there were a lot of times throughout the game with some of that behavior that i felt like oh i think this is kind of an allegory for mental disease i think that she's got something going on here and i think that's the monster is inside of us and so she was dealing with this and then eventually something broke in her towards the end was this the way to survive and then she becomes an actual monster you know, mm-hmm. like the because there was there was also times where I thought maybe she's possessed. You know, maybe there's some kind of possession going on. See, that's but what now, I was thinking. Yeah, I think I think though with some of the things where she seemed like she was struggling with those those feelings and then kind of just giving into them. You know, just giving into those urges. And I so I took it as as mental illness. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I was thinking that whatever she was looking for or something was drawing her towards the lady because when she ended up defeating the lady and and you know ate her then whatever the whatever power the lady had she gained it Mm -hmm. so some i feel like something was calling her to the lady to to take her power because it was using Mm -hmm. her to bring the power through her to wherever she was going. Like something was controlling her and, and, and making her do all these things. That's what I was thinking. Um, I don't know. It's a lot. But <laughs> yeah. I, it sounds like we, we've reached all we can reach for, for part one. So does anybody have any uh, parting thoughts before we uh, travel four years into the future? If you hug all the gnomes, it'll show you... Sorry, at the end, it'll show you all of the gnomes that you've hugged throughout the game. So, you know, when I talked about her ascending to the stairs, mm-hmm. it'll show you all of the gnomes at the bottom that you've hugged throughout the game. Oh, wow. Is there something yeah. with that? Like, do you, is like a, does it unlock a special? Uh, it unlocks. Something? 
it unlocks photos, I believe. <clears throat> Artworks. Okay. I, <laughs> I did some I did some funky things with some of those gnomes. So like none of them speak English, right? So they're not gonna like tell on me or no, but they there's a good number <laughs> okay, of them, so but... they could unionize. No, and I, I get that and I understand, and that's their right. I just want to make sure that they none of them can, you know, share anything with litigation purposes. I just cause I don't you know what I mean? See, I don't I feel like they would just take matter they would take matters into their own hands and come and see you. I they don't need maybe, the litigation. Some things can be misconstrued, you know, like a, a good, healthy uh, butt pat is not necessarily sexual harassment. Or, but see, you wouldn't have to take it, it up oh. with the court. You would take it up with them while they're throwing you into the furnace to fuel the maw. Heck yeah. 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 So and that's, that, also, that also is shown in the DLC. You'll see the gnomes working together to um, get the maw. Um, moving properly to its next location and stuff. Um, and that's another reason why I think the gnomes are so nice is because they were former runaway children mm-hmm. that the lady caught and turned into a gnome. And it's just like, now you can't actually leave. So you're just going to have to work for me because you're a gnome and you can't even speak. So mm-hmm. you're going to have to work for me. But yeah, so that's yeah. why I kind of think that they were really nice in the DLC and they were like helping you and... Yeah. yeah. That just made that up. sound like marriage too, right? So, okay. I don't, well. I don't know if you're aware of that or not. All right. So, you got, so before I get into a lot of trouble, do you guys want to go ahead and move on to Little Nightmares yeah. too? Let's do it. So we're going four years into the future. Uh, let's see. About 11th of February of this year, believe it or not. So everybody who played it really? back in 2017 had a long, yeah, it was this year. Had a long way to go to find out the next chapter of Six's story. And with this one, we actually are introduced to a new leading character uh, by the name of Mono, who is a young lad who wears a bag on his head. And uh, I don't know if it's ever explained why he chooses to do so or if it's just, you know, kids are weird and they do weird (laughs) kid things and this is his thing. Um but yeah, it's it's uh definitely a a large improvement over over one. Uh the the graphic style and art style and everything has taken a huge upgrade in my especially with the new uh enhanced edition coming out that has yeah. like all the new effects and and uh ray tracing. I don't know if you you played that so, one ray yet or if you were able to get into it. Um yeah, I, but play, it's, I played it's, on PC and was able to play the enhanced edition, and holy cow, it's gorgeous! Yeah, with the gorgeous, ray tracing yeah. and yeah. like everything upgraded, particle effects, like all craziness, like oh, <laughs> such a good looking game. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, everything's gotten a, a a pretty much overhaul. A lot of mechanics have been upgraded. This one is definitely more technically sound than the first one. They've had a lot of time to to work on things and get those upgraded. So that was a major plus. Uh, JJ, I, I'm right there with you with the music. I think it's even better than the first one. I think pretty mm-hmm. much across the board, they've made solid improvements to mm-hmm. most aspects of the game yeah. uh, versus mm-hmm. the first one. Now, I, I came in the perfect time because yeah. two had just come out a couple weeks before. I had been watching the the previews or the trailers, excuse me, and then uh, picked up one and it was like, man, I moved right into grabbing two and I happened to catch it on a, on a deal. Mm -hmm. So uh, one of the things about Mono's character that I thought was really cool, a cool 
um, feature in the thing was the search for other hats. Yeah. So you didn't necessarily have to just wear that bag on your face. I, yeah. the, the search for those hats became like just one of those fun little, oh, here's another helmet or a hat or whatever. And cap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was so cool. Like some of those, those, those little things. So <laughs> um, I also pre-ordered it. So I got the Mokujin mask. Just, just saying, really? just saying, yeah, I pre-ordered it because I, oh, I was Okay, a all right, aficionado, we recognize <laughs> you here. Okay, okay, okay. We, see, we you. see your street cred, your little nightmares <laughs> street cred. Um, just, just, just putting it out there. Now, Ray, these two jokers, uh, I'm going to let you go in, in just a minute, but I want to hear from them because I remember we were talking in passing before we started a regular uh, episode of our show. And you guys were talking about, I think we were in the middle of Little Nightmares 2, and you were saying it was really good, but you were saying that it didn't hit for you like one did. Is that still the case now that we finished it, or are we still on that uh, thought process? Either one of you can go. Uh, now that I'm I'm uh, after it a little bit, and mm-hmm. I've been playing a little more of 2, I'm realizing that 2 is superior. It's a superior game. One was just so unique to me. That's why it stood out so much because it mm-hmm. was new and unlike anything I'd ever played before because I was just playing AAA games. And anytime that I ever had ventured outside of playing the big AAA game titles, I, I was disappointed. Like each time. I, there's not one time previous to Little Nightmares that I've come across a game that wasn't a AAA main game that I was like, blown away by and so that's because you weren't hanging out with me right yeah, and you've obviously changed you, you haven't been listening you haven't been listening to adrian's uh super indie boys yeah and then and then adrian you became my one token friend and what i mean by that is the one who actually is good at playing video games because garrett before that was not very good at video games so yeah oh you thought i meant the black guy thing no 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 i figured i i figured out where you were going i was i was riding with you <laughs> Uh, Garrett, anything changed? You still feel the same? One hitting better than two for you? So, I still think I like the story of one better than two. Okay. Um, I not that I didn't enjoy two, because um, like I was saying, it was a gorgeous game. Um, the some of the puzzles, like this, just the way they did some of the puzzles was so much better. Like we've talked about mechanics wise, like it felt so much better to play it. There's a lot of pros in the game and then even story wise like you run through as mono and get to the end and like this revelation that like oh wow and you know we've already talked about how this is a prequel like oh wow six was shitty before before one as well you know (laughs) 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 and like and 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 the whole like cyclical thing with that's going on there with uh uh, the thin man um Mm -hmm. crazy like Mm -hmm. awesome really cool stuff in the story but Man, there's just something about like one that still just I don't know. I really enjoyed that story a lot more uh, personally. But hey, yeah, I'm not mad at you. They're both great games, so yeah. <laughs> I won't fault you at all. Uh, Ray, your thoughts on two? Um, I think. Well, I wasn't super. Well, okay, I knew what I was expecting because after falling in love with one, I'm like, okay, I know what to expect. Like, it's gonna be creepy, whatever. But when the second game came out, they really outdid themselves, especially with 
the boss fights and like the bosses themselves. Yeah. I think I thought that I wouldn't be surprised, but little did I know that they had a lot in store for the second game and it they just continue to uh surprise me and just like I'm just like in so much awe with how much hard work that they put with like all of the um bosses and stuff i still think little nightmares one does have a special place in my heart but i really i just really really like the second game just because of how um refurbished it is compared to the first one Mm -hmm. um i still love i love 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 the first game but the second game really really tied me to the whole um like the whole story and it's just like they just keep, they just keep um, wanting me for keep. I just keep wanting more. They're just like <laughs> streaming just you like, along. Yeah, Where's number it's like, three. <laughs> like don't do this to me. But like they do such a good job. It's just like, oh, you want to know some information? I'll give you a little hint, but I'm not gonna tell you the rest. And it's just like, okay, that's fine. But after, but yeah, though the second game was very, very, very well done. The mannequins were. I hate. Oh um, my god! Oh, so don't difficult. get, don't get me started. No, on not just again. difficult, terrifying, dude. Yeah. Listen, I thought I had my fill of of dolls and mannequins when I played Resident Evil Eight this year. Oh, don't talk about Resident Evil Eight. <laughs> doll section and is so bad. Comes this one where I have to be in the middle of all of them again. With just a flashlight, like before I had guns, I had knives, I had something I could defend myself <laughs> with. All I had here was a flashlight, my wits, and and clean drawers. That's it. That's it. Oh, right? The sound, the sound they, that the hands make. They... <laughs> oh, I hate it. Oh, I hate so it. Ugh. Remember it with the uh, with the table that we're talking about in one with the running back and forth, the mannequins mm-hmm. was that for me here where yeah. I, I yeah. was on yeah. that for a couple of days and really so struggled hard. and thought I'm not going to be able to beat this level. I have no idea mm-hmm. how to, I, I can't figure out the tricks to it, but, but there are tricks to it, you know, mm-hmm. but it's, it's difficult. It's very so, difficult. so what I'm gathering is that nobody is, is disappointed by two, mm-hmm. right. In in this sense, but like nobody regrets having played two, right. We all, we all right. like it at the very least. Mm-hmm. It's just that some people uh, or most of us prefer one over two. I see. I'm the one I, I actually prefer two over one. And that's not because one is bad in any sense. I, I I love the first one, too. But I think two just takes this series to such a, a, a higher level overall for me that the I don't know. It was just much more that that stuck with me a lot more than than the setting in one just because of how much more varied it is. One. I mean, I know, granted, this one takes place in in a city and, you know, uh, one took place just in the mall. So you really can't do too, too much different because it all has to look like one uniform place. But I loved the variety in environments here, I think that they really got to go crazy with with different kinds of environments and things like that. And there were a lot more chances to set up different levels. Like um, when you're in the school and the kids take six away and 
you can't do anything. You have to go and find her. But like little little scenes like that where they set up your motivation to keep going versus mm-hmm. where in the first one, you didn't really have any motivation but to get out of there. Get out. Go. Right. <laughs> and I, I, I love that uh, up until, you know, the turn. I really dug um, Mono and Six's relationship. Yeah. Where it was based on a mutual... Look, I don't want to die. You don't want to die. Let's get out of here. Or let's 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 help each other and do whatever we have to do to get out of here. And I love that up until the turn, it seemed like they had each other's back 100%. Um and that was really cool. I don't know if you guys took advantage of it, but every time that I had the ability, I was grabbing Six's hand and like, let's get out of here. <laughs> Yes. So that that's I wish one there of the, was a counter. That's one of the coolest aspects of, of part two is the fact that you are working together like a team, you know, and mm-hmm. you are doing that thing where you're grabbing Six's hand and running through to the next level and you're utilizing uh, her character with yours to be able to advance, you know, like, oh, I'm going to need to, I may need help. You're going to need to give me a boost for me to jump up to this window over here. And I, I think that especially when you end up losing her to those, to those uh, kids, it becomes this thing where I, I know like I cared about six at that point. And I Absolutely. knew, I knew what mm-hmm. was coming. I could see and sense through the gameplay. I'm like, this is, this is going to be, she's going to turn on me at some point. I didn't think this, that. See, I, I did. I was thinking either. it was a prequel. I was thinking it was a prequel just by me playing it. And I'm like, I'm, I'm thinking that, yeah, this is going to be this is going to be when she has to turn on me in order to become uh, the character from the first one. And so mm-hmm. I saw it coming. It wasn't a big shock to me. And that's why even though I like two better because of the updated stuff, I still think that for me, one's completion and end game was superior. But the, the game overall, two is better. But I think that one, like you just cannot beat uh her sucking up the the chick's soul and then sucking up all of the clients the customer souls as she's walking up that staircase it just you can't beat that i don't know man mm-hmm. fighting your future self with with tv radio <laughs> psychic radiation is, is pretty sick too who hasn't done that dude i've done that come on <laughs> and then and then rearranging the entire city into a uh, uh, single Peace. door so that you can yeah. get out of there that's pretty some, sick. Some of the door, there's there's so many doors. Door doorways are like a big deal for yeah. for this this uh, part two. And there's so many uh, areas in this game where you have to go through one door, but it's kind of a, a maze, and you're popping out another door, and you're like, okay, I'm kind of in a labyrinth. Like, which way, which mm-hmm. door do I choose? And that that becomes like, oh, you have to choose the right door in order to be able to get further. I know I struggled with that for a little bit. Uh, in the very beginning, and then I started to kind of get the pattern of it. But at the very beginning, it was one of did, those like, what "Did the you heck ever am figure out? To do? Did you fi- actually ever figure out what what the trick is with that though?" Yes, I, f- I figured out listening, the trick. listening for the music, like listen, yes. like oh, you want to ignore the music? Like it took me forever to figure. I started going through random doors. I'm like, "What's happening?" <laughs> well, that's Lost Woods, baby. Lost that's Woods. Amazing. Remember, you wanted you wanted a Nintendo 64 kid. You wouldn't have you wouldn't have thought to do that. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I. Yeah, I, if anything, at that part, the only thing that, like, got me stuck was that stupid ledge to get to the other side. Oh. Um, do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, you have to push a ledge. Push the that board over. That one took over. me forever. I thought, yeah. I thought it was just a random post, 
and everyone was just like, "You got to push that." Oh yeah, I was like, yeah. Push what? And then <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I, I understand." I had to push. So, in but. part two, was there was did any of you guys utilize cheats on YouTube? Nope. Like a walkthrough, you mean? Yeah, like any any like man, I can't get around this. I'm gonna go see on YouTube if somebody else has ever done uh, something on here to show me how to get further in the game. The hardest thing for me which was also the most rewarding thing was timing the hammer swings just right. So that I can bash those little clay kids heads in. (laughs) (laughs) I I think after you die the fifth time, but when you get that one good one, whack. And it just, Oh, they nailed that. If anything, the one I think I did have, I think I had to look up one part because i could not for the life of me i actually don't remember if i did look it up or not but it's the part with the garbage can do you know what oh. I'm about? do you know yeah so you were okay. you had to push so the garbage can was open yes. and it's like how do i close this and okay, it's just like yes. i'm just moving it pa- back and forth back and forth and i was just like chat I am stuck. I don't know what to do. I have tried every combination yeah. of jump and I cannot I cannot go through this. So I I can't remember if I did look it up or if someone pointed it out. Mm-hmm. I think someone might have pointed it out, but this could be it could be a possibility that I did look it up just because I could not yeah. figure it out. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. so frustrated. That was the only time that kind of took me yeah. out of the game cuz I was just like Dude, yeah. <laughs> give me a yeah. sign. <laughs> and yeah. I'm but so glad that we're kind of on the same wavelength because that's actually the part that I YouTubed. Uh, so that's funny. yeah, I I actually had to YouTube that one because I was mm-hmm. stuck on it for too many days and I just I could not figure it out. And then when I when I did go and check somebody do it, then I was like, oh, I'm so stupid. It's always <laughs> yeah. a little thing. It's always yeah. every time it's like the oh, there's that little detail that you're not catching and you can get hung up on it and get frustrated. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you'll quit a game, Garrett, and then never come back to it and finish it, Garrett. You know, so uh, yeah. Sometimes you gotta look at YouTube. So I, I, that's the one time that I did in Little Nightmares Two was for the trash can. Same thing. Oh, for for me, can. it was. I think it was later. Um, I don't think. I think it was past the hospital. I think it was Pat. Yeah, it was with when there's some TVs and you go into this room. And the floor, it's a two, like a split level. So it's like there's not a level. It's like almost like a library. It wasn't in the school, though. It was later because it was the TV remotes. Mm-hmm. And then the lower level is all flooded and it's electrified. And there's like a little mm-hmm. cart. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And so, oh. so yeah, yeah, I yeah. figured out, I figured out, okay, push the cart down and I can jump mm-hmm. across and turn off the electricity. Mm-hmm. And I turn off mm-hmm. the electricity and I'm like, I still can't get to the TV. Like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, what's going on? <laughs> and I, I for, forever, I just kept doing loops and turning the power on and then back off and on and back off. And I was like, maybe I can jump extra far and get it. And then it would not work. work. And finally I looked it up. I'm like, oh, when the electricity's off, you just move the cart over and then turn it back. I felt so stupid. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. I spent like a good, like 45 minutes on that. I'm like, this is too long for one puzzle. <laughs> the the um, absolute um, hardest part in the game for me was in the school when you're in the room with the teacher and oh. it's oh. the first time though. It's not when you're getting out. It's when you're going to that back room and she's writing on the board. 
and uh, it's such yeah. a small window of time that you have to get from one side of the room to the other. It's one of those puzzles that I talked about before, but you just have, it, it's it's a perfect run. It has to be a perfect run, basically. Yeah. There's yeah. no no room for error. She has then, a super long giraffe neck, and she yeah. will like stretch her neck and head uh, towards mm. you, and she Shumpy. is just the scariest. She looks like the old lady uh, from the conjuring that talks to the dude and like goes to the other side with him, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. the little short lady, that's what she looks like. But with a long super neck coming after what's, you. To what's eat so her. scary about her is you can't hear her coming cause she's not walking. So you just no. have to, you have to basically like in your mind time, how long it'll take her neck to get over to where you are and base it off of that. Cause there's no footsteps. They don't get louder. She's just standing there. Yeah. Um, and then, that part, and then the one part, I think it was either you, no, it was JJ, uh, when you said that you could feel it in your toes. Mm-hmm. When you get the key from her, and you're walking back around, and she does that screech, and all the kids hop up like this, and they start chasing you down that hallway. Yep. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. I could feel it in my spine. <laughs> I was doing like this. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, isn't it the best when the when the games like that could just make you feel fear and like I gotta get out of here and oh, and you're like God. in the thrill ride with them, you know? When you're just like, I know that some people play games and they're like super relaxed, but me when I'm in, when I'm really invested oh, in a character in a game, then like I'm I'm yeah. all over it, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right, right. Just and I and I'm like I'm pretty sure I just had like a little stroke. You know, right. like, I just mean, a little mini heart yeah, attack, yeah. you not, know, not like a heart attack. Go yeah, right. <laughs> Sometimes Man. I just wear the diapers, you know, and I just let it go a little bit. You know, I know it's a good moment when if I'm finished with it, I, I let out an uh, an audible like, oh, yeah, you're holding your breath. In. Yeah. <laughs> Breathe out. It's like, oh, thank the yeah. Lord. <laughs> Another part that I think was really frustrating for me was. It, with the TVs, with the one room with the lady watching the TV, and then you had to go to the kitchen yes. and turn the stupid TV hanging from the balcony so that she can transfer <laughs> to that one. Yep. That took me freaking forever. I don't <laughs> I uh, I don't think I looked it up, but I ha- I was on the verge of just like, dude, I'm like giving up. Like I I'll just I don't watch the rest. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was a little painful, but after yeah, after figuring that out, I was just like, oh <laughs> I was like, thank you. <laughs> but yeah, that was another one that was really, really, really frustrating. It's like, dude, like I, I I get that the first game was a lot of puzzles, but you didn't have to up the the, the difficulty. difficulty. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I don't know I, who's I know out there way. saying, yo, little nightmares. <laughs> Far too easy. <laughs> too easy. Too easy. Listen, when you make harder. two, I need you to make it like three times harder, okay? <laughs> I know this ain't my first rodeo, but dang. Right. Like they they went hard on the second one. It's like, please, give me um, time. <laughs> just I wanna praise the the art direction a little bit more. I don't remember I don't know if you guys ever caught this, but it's my uh it's my my background on my Xbox now. Um mm. that one moment where Mono and Six are on this. It's like a. It's a. It's an ultra wide shot, and it's the city in the background, and you two are like walking over this, 
um, it's almost like a plank of wood or like a really mm-hmm. thin sheet of metal mm-hmm. or whatever it is. And as you're walking through, the shot keeps going wider out and wider out mm-hmm. and wider out. It's like yeah. a blue, it's got a blue hue to it. Yeah. And that shot was so striking to me because I was not expecting to see anything like that in this game. And I was like, I can't, this, this is gorgeous. I gotta, I gotta, you know, immortalize this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's, that speaks to the step up that I was talking about earlier in terms of the art direction and the graphical style. Um, even the bosses, I think in this one look a lot more twisted and scary than the bosses in the first game for sure. Um, I don't know. I, I think definitely the mannequins are the, are probably the scariest ones. Um, I don't know if anybody else had any differing opinions, but for me, having to manage all those mannequins coming from all sides at some points. I can't. Couldn't. I, yeah, I couldn't do it either. I actually had to like stop and just kind of like take a deep breath because they were absolutely terrifying. Like Mm -hmm. I didn't think uh, they, uh, it's just, they, they just really outdid themselves. It's just like, I did not. I didn't need this. I didn't think. I didn't think anything would scare me anymore from Little Nightmares. But that one was a big. Um, it wasn't much of a. Sh- well, I did see in the trailer. It shows in the trailer about the mannequins, but they just did such a good job that it's just like you. You'll still get scared. You know it's yeah. coming, yeah. but you're still terrified. It's just like it, there's no. There's no in between. You're either. You're either fine and relaxed, or you're terrified. And one, I was terrified. One art choice they made that was really great about the mannequins, because those are probably the, one of the scarier dynamics in the game, mm-hmm. is that they're all headless. And I think that if they'd had like little fake heads, it wouldn't have been as freaky or as scary. It's off-putting when you're looking at these headless, uh, you know, limbed creatures coming after you like this. And with the clickety-clackety-click, you know, of right. their legs and limbs mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's very robotic and and it's just it adds to that that freak out. I think it was a bold choice to go headless and I think that it worked out really, really well. Mm-hmm. I mean, it makes sense too. A lot of mannequins are are headless. So mm-hmm. I can see that work. But I feel like we got our our fill of scary, creepy headed things with the kids, because they all had the <laughs> ceramic heads. Mm-hmm. Oh, the clay. I, I think the clay or something. Or right? was it clay? Yeah. I thought it yeah, was like yeah. a ceramic clay. type. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I think it. I think they are ceramic. Yeah, because yeah, they shatter ceramic. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. They're, called, they're called the bullies. The bullies. Yes, the bullies. I'm on the wiki. I'm on the official wiki. There's their oh, porcelain okay. dolls. <laughs> pardon, pardon me, monsieur. All right. <laughs> My bad. Uh, My bad. Now, <laughs> Excuse I'm a, me. I'm going to circle back, Ray, because you said earlier that you had to wait till we got to two to expound on some some knowledge that you have from the first one. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to let you have it. Go for okay. it. I'll try my best just to explain it. So... The Hanging Man. Um, he, I'm not sure how he got to that point, but at the end of Little Nightmares 2, we all found out that Mono was the Hanging Man. Um, that one was like a bit of a shocker because like, oh, I thought that he was just a random 
bystander there, but there's actually more to him. And then when I mentioned, so the little shadow that comes out when Six was eating. Um, so in the second game, you saw that Six's shadow was actually pulled away from her. And there was a shot where there was a little, there was a little, um, there was a little banner at the floor, on the floor. And Six actually glanced at it. Oh, like, yeah. And it was a well, picture of the maw. Yeah, and it was a picture of the maw. So then I'm like, yeah. oh, did did this shadow go ahead and got, like, Six started? Was that, was that the reason why she had the idea, like, this idea of going, quote, unquote, to the maw? Or, like, is it just a coincidence? So that shadow just depicts... Um, like six slowly, slowly. Um, uh, what is it called? Like losing her sanity because mm-hmm. because her other shadow is like eating her alive, so that he can become like uh, greater than her. And then at the beginning, but then at the beginning, we saw that six was found playing with a little music box. Um. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but uh, there was pictures in that room where Six was uh, trapped. So I'm like, there's so many, there's so many theories no, flying in my Take head. Okay, 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 okay. Um, I'll try to do this as quick and very um, informative as much as I can. But when, so after, can I talk about the mobile game? Yes. Okay, okay. So in the mobile game, um, it's doesn't start with six it starts with they explained it as the girl with the yellow raincoat so it was a girl that had the raincoat first Mm -hmm. six was just one of the runaway kids just like that girl in the yellow raincoat so throughout the mobile game it's the same thing kind of like the same as the first game it's a lot of puzzles a lot of trying to escape uh, a lot of monsters and at the end we find out that they were in the nest it was high up in the sky and there was just no way for them to get out so six was actually just another helper in that second game you needed six in um the mobile game to uh get out of the nest Mm. but unfortunately as you were running away from one of the bosses the little girl in the raincoat actually falls down and plummets into the water and uh dies with the monster um, it doesn't show, but in the comics, it shows that Six actually gets dried, or not dried, sorry, Six gets carried by the by the water into a, onto a shore, and that's where the hunter finds, finds well, I don't know if Six is a guy or a girl, but uh, let's just say them, I guess, I don't, I, I actually don't know if it's a, if it's, I think it's a girl, I, I think Six is a girl. Yeah, yeah. I read yeah, somewhere, okay, yeah, I, read, yeah. I, I read somewhere initially, it was, they were keeping it like ambiguous like they, they the developers mm. didn't pick a, uh, a boy or girl but then everyone just kept calling it she so now canonically it is a, a she mm-hmm. yes <laughs> yeah so then <laughs> that's how she got that's how she got um that's how she got taken away the hunter saw her and just just in oh uh, so we're just like trapped her in that little room in mm-hmm. his house in the woods so um as you're playing mono you got you're in the woods and you're like 
trying to get through the hunter's house and then you find Six who was playing the little music box in her little room just trapped and all alone and I don't know if you guys saw the little writings on the wall but there's a uh, there's a little drawing of the tower on the left side and you can you guys remember the little window so it has like a really it has a very small window it has a small window in that mm-hmm. room and i think that's how the tower like so she tro- she drew a little tower on the side of the um her room and i think that's how the tower got to her and the music box was kind of like her um like her little what is it called like a transmitter like that's how the tower got to her was because of the little music box that's why she keeps the music box with her and like just takes really good care of it and it's just mm-hmm. like it's just like playing it nonstop. and sure. then um on the like on the opposite side of the wall it shows a bunch of um drawings of little kids and there's like little marks on their like uh uh, like little slashes uh, counting like it looks like um, it looks like six was counting how many days she's been there but then at the bottom it shows you um, it shows you like little kids like little kids drawing there's one where there's a picture of a kid falling with like its face like scratched out I think that's a sign that that was the girl from the mobile game that died with her so mm. then it kind of shows you it that's the reason why I got this um timeline is because of how those pictures on the wall were drawn out. It starts out with the girl and then it starts out with mono and then it ends up with uh six. So that's kind of how I have my uh chronological theory order for the games. Um mm. it's just because of those little drawings. It's so small. Wow. But that's like crazy. it, like it's <laughs> it's wild. Um, so and then, just quick question. Mm-hmm. So how does the story deal with the cycle of of mono, basically? Um, okay, so all right, all right, all right. So we know that mono is in a different dimension. We know that there's a bigger there's a bigger issue than whatever the heck six is going through. Um, it's, I'm still very not, I'm still not sure, but right. I just, I, I just think that because wouldn't, wouldn't little nightmares two just happen over and over and over again then. Yeah. So my thoughts are, so the reason why the future mono was trying to get six was that to, that was i think that was him trying i think that was mono trying to end the cycle but he failed so then that kind of shows that like the cycle is just going on and on and on that's kind of how that's how i saw it so like this is kind of like there's different i feel like there's different multi like oh i'm sure yeah so then this is just not even like a scratch like we're not even scratching the surface this is just one of the uh one of her one of mono's attempts to break the cycle but ended Mm. up not uh succeeding is what i'm getting from uh mono mono's future guy i'm Mm. trying to think um but yeah i think 
that yeah i just think that he was just trying to break the cycle and he knew that it was six but he just had to make he just needed that one breakthrough and he just we just we just don't know that yet we just don't know that's why this the first game is just like i'm just so clueless because it shows him uh deceased and it's just like but that's not how the second so then he did succeed in the he did succeed in the first game but like i'm i don't know what he did different because then did he like yeah i don't know there's just uh, there's too yeah now now do we know Sorry, Garrett. Go ahead. Oh, no. I was just going to say, so I, I didn't play the DLC, but I saw some clips that apparently on a TV, you see the Thin Man, a.k.a. Mono, like kind of like kind of show up on a screen. Is that an indication of possibly a third game of like him returning to like, do you think there's going to be a revenge story in three? Like him finally getting back at, 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 at six or something like that? Or or I don't know, there's some return to that story. Maybe. What if he? I don't know. Because, because especially, because I'm sure initially people thought that was, oh, that's just alluding to the next game, you know, two, which is mm-hmm. actually a prequel. But mm-hmm. if, and I, I from whatever all the some of the research I've done, I would say the chronological order that you're kind of putting out there. That's that's seems pretty solid to me. Um, yeah, it seems like if if that's the case, and at the end of one, like in the DLC, you see the Thin Man. Well. That means, like, why, yeah, maybe it was alluding to the second game, which is actually a prequel, but also, I feel like it also kind of is alluding to, okay, what comes next, though? After one, mm-hmm. chronologically, would be the, uh, ho- hopefully a third game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of curious now, like, what, what that could look like. You know, what, mm-hmm. what are they going to do with that? Yeah, because there's, there's just so, like, ugh, it's just, there's just so many possibilities, and there is just endless. You just don't know what's coming next. And then yeah. they just come up with so many like good uh, stories, just like very good, really good build up to whatever games they have released, and it's just so good. <laughs> so well, for anybody who's listening to the to the podcast right now or watching it on YouTube who hasn't played this game, which or either of these games, which is probably there's not a lot. You done messed up. You done messed up. We we have some. We have people who listen to our show constantly who don't get to play some of these games. These are the games you need to go try. Trust us right now. These games are phenomenal. They're very inexpensive. You can pick them up for very cheap uh, online right now, and they're worth the playthrough. And you can play through several times. Like, I mean, like Ray the Rat is doing. Obviously, Garrett and I will never get to play them again because we have kids and we'll never have time. And Garrett never finishes <laughs> games more than once. So, uh... And unfortunately for all of us, I guess we're going to have to wait another, what, three, four years until we get Little Nightmares 3. That's we're fine. Gonna That's fine. Sit, they can take we're going to have time. to sit here and, and, and theorize until it happens. Well, I'm going to go uh, pick up the DLC now, now that Ray the Rat yes. has had all that information. And, man, you mm-hmm. really brought it with all that info. You had backstory. Of course, uh, you had man. A lot Why of you theories. think I like, to be here? No <laughs> doubt. This was a good get. <laughs> uh, any any closing thoughts, everybody, on 1, 2, or the series as a whole yeah. before these we games, uh, wrap up? These games are phenomenal. I am so happy that I gave them a chance um, because they're unlike anything I've ever played before. And it's opened up a new world for me of video games. Since then, I've wanted to try to get a hold of all kinds of games that are, are of the like-minded type. 
of platformers. And so I've picked up Unraveled. Uh, I've picked up Limbo. Mm. And I have not been disappointed. Uh, but they just don't hold up to Little Nightmares 1 and 2. Interesting. Uh, it, it, the drug don't hit like the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Garrett, um, you got any uh, any last words? Um, play this game. Don't recommend it to kids. Not a kid's game. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, very fun. Love the aesthetics. Uh, and something I actually want real quick, I didn't get to mention before, but I love how, how different the, the aesthetic are in each of the games. The mall is like wet mm-hmm. and sloppy and gross and gory. And then the then two in like the pale city just being it's like, not like marriage. JJ, I thought no. you were going to say marriage. I thought, dude, that's where I was going. You knew it, Adrian. You're wavelength, brother. You know it. I love the blue, he- like it's a little warmer hues in the mall. Pale City, very mm-hmm. cold, like colors and dusty mm-hmm. and dingy and like a little foggy. And I don't know. I love that. I love how much and I'm really excited to see whatever the next game is, what that aesthetic will be, how they totally just make it look completely different just with their mm-hmm. uh, the, 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 the world they build there. So, Rad. yeah, it's a cool game. Ray? Um, I am very excited with what they're coming up with next because the way that they created the second game it just shows that they can they can climb higher they can go way higher than they've ever climbed before and i'm really really excited i think they have lots that they want to um show us and like i feel like they're probably just gonna keep us hanging as much as they possibly can i don't think there's ever gonna be an end because there's just so many uh just possibilities for this game and i that's what gets me so excited about it because you learn something new every time for this game and just when you think that you have this theory down they're just like are you sure are you sure about (laughs) that do you want to take a second do do you want to do you want to play it again just kind (laughs) of and that's what i love about it because it makes you play it again not forcing you to play it again but it just you just find something new every time and i think the second game i think i've played it twice and there's just so many new things that you find just like the first game and i think that's what i love about it it's just it it's just never a dull moment you're just always immersed except for that stupid trash can (laughs) but other than that (laughs) after you go through that trash can you're fine but yeah no i very much love it yeah, I'm right there with you. I am stoked to see what the third one is going to be, especially now that they have just finished this one. They get to start development of the next one with all this extra power. I mean, I know they've already had PCs, but now like across the board, they get to expand their vision and things that they can do with all this extra horsepower and and just room to create. Like, I want to see how much bigger the next one is going to get I, I it's so exciting um yeah i loved them i loved both one and two i can't recommend them enough um indie games man there's something else <laughs> they just they just hit different they so hit good. different they build different <laughs> um yeah and that is going to do it um ray thank you thank you thank you so much mm-hmm. for coming on and hanging out with us and talking yeah. to the shop about little nightmares. Uh, we are so honored to have you here as a guest. Um, where can the good people find you on this here internet? 
Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and uh, Twitch. Uh, you can just look up Ray Da Rat. So Ray R E I D A, and then Rat. Um, I do also have a YouTube, but I don't really have a lot out right now. But you can go ahead and give that a look if you're interested. I do have one. I have one video up, and that's actually from Little Nightmares. Uh, oh, too. there you yeah. go. Yeah. Well, let's send some people that way. Uh, I'm not going to ask you two schmucks because they'll see us next week. They know where to find <laughs> us already. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that'll do it. Thank you, everybody, again, uh, all our Patreon supporters and all the people who at one point are going to be listening to this on the free uh, feed. Uh, thank you for taking the time out to listen. I hope you had a good time. And uh, we will continue to do this as long as people are interested. Uh, just kidding. We're going to do it as long as I want to because it's Forever. cool. Forever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So for our wonderful host this week, the adorable Adrian Homeboy Holmes for the big boss. Gushy Garrett Morlang for oh, the phenomenal, boy. incredible Ray Durat. And for myself, JJ Purdom, we are the Super Gamer Boys. Play a game. <laughs> there we go that's it that's the one <laughs>